Well, all of us <clears throat> have things in our lives that, that we have been believing for, that uh, we have dreams that you have perhaps wanted to have fulfilled. Uh, you've had uh, challenges that you wanted to have solved. And what you may have done is you may have gone from month to month. You may have gone from year to year. And you've looked around, but you've noticed that it seems like nothing is changing. It may be that you desire your family to be restored. It may be that uh, you are believing for healing from an ailment that you have. It may be that you are just tired of struggling, going through a period of time just in life in general by not knowing your place. Or you, you're tired of struggling financially where you're wondering uh, that the Bible says that you should be above and not beneath, and you're wondering why you're beneath all these bills. But there is a time, even from month to month and year to year, that we recognize that things must change. And I want to share with you that this upcoming year is the year that you have been waiting for. I'm going to say that again. This upcoming year is the year that you have been waiting for. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. This is the year that you have been waiting for. You know, 20 is connected to a period of waiting, interestingly. And it's compared to going through a period of waiting going through a period of trials. But when it is successfully completed, you receive a great reward. And let me just give you a couple of examples so you'll know exactly what I'm talking about here. That the Bible tells us that Jacob worked for Laban for 20 years, seven years for the one he loved, but he got a, the one he did not want. Seven years, another seven years for the one he loved, and he finally got the one he loved. Then the Bible says he worked another six years, and, and, and you know what the beautiful thing about it is that Jacob decided he was going to leave because God had instructed him to leave. He had heard a word of the Lord in the 20th year. And when he left, Laban came after him, and God gave him a word and said, don't you speak badly to him. How many of you know that when you break out, that your enemies will have to be uh, put aside? That, that when God breaks you out. And so Jacob says, you know what, look, Laban, I've been working for you for 20 years. And so when he left, he had the wives, wives, say wives, Lord Jesus, and he had, he was very wealthy, very wealthy. And you know how it happened in the 20th year? What God did is that God did a miracle, gave him some instructions, and he began to, the thing that he used the foolish things to confound the wise. And so this year is going to be the year that you've been waiting for. Let me just give you another example of that. Solomon built his house and built God's house. It took him 20 years. And, and when he finished, the Bible says that that, that, that temple, uh, that place where God would come and worship, the Bible tells us that 
after that 20-year period that he got this great reward. That reward was God's presence. The Bible says that he had peace on every side of him. Uh, the Bible says that God told him that, that, that when you pray in this place, that I'll come and I'll answer even the prayers of the foreigners. You know what God gave him? What he did not ask for. He asked for wisdom and God gave him wealth. And so notice this, that this 20th year, and I, I don't want you to just really take this lightly. This 20, 2020 is going to be, uh, and I'm just releasing this in the atmosphere, that it's the year that you have been waiting for. And there are some times that things never get set in motion until something prophetic is spoken. Some things you can't receive by teaching. Some things you cannot receive by instructions. But you have to just grab it out of the atmosphere. And so this is what I want you to hear. God has placed so strongly in my heart to tell the people who will hear and receive that 2020 is going to be a year where your wait is over and it is now your time. Glory to God. Just grab that out of the atmosphere. Glory to God. So, so, so notice what's going to happen. You're going to succeed beyond normal speed. You're going to get there faster than you thought you'd get there. Now, 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 now go into your Bibles in the book of Ecclesiastes 3. Ecclesiastes 3. Let's just take a look at this because... It's so critical that we understand exactly what it is that, that God is saying. And, and I just want to slow it up so that you can get what I'm trying to say. Because sometimes I run um, because I'm so excited about where God is, is leading us. And so, um, uh, but I want to slow it up today so you can get what I am saying. And, um, and, and I'm going to have to do this over multiple weeks uh, so that you can really get it strongly in your heart. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3, uh, verse 1, it says it like this. To every, come on, champions, let's read that together like you know it is a word of his power. Let's read it together now. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under. Now, I want you to see this. To everything there is a what? Season. There is a season. And then within that season, there is a time for every purpose under heaven. Now I want you to I want you to show you something here. There are there are things that we wait for. There are things that we wait for. We wait for Christmas. But and, and can you tell me when is Christmas? When is Christmas? No one knows. And that's how confusing it is. And I'm gonna tell you because Christmas is usually noted as December the twenty fifth. But how on November the thirtieth? We're celebrating Christmas already because we, are, we, we identify a time or a day as a season. So we refer to it as the Christmas what? Season, Christmas season. This is the Christmas season. And in the Christmas season, you know, they start playing right before Thanksgiving. They start playing music to get you in the Christmas season, although you're in another season. Because they want you to be, you want you to respond a certain way. Let's read that again. Let's start at the top in, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, 
verse 1. Let's read it again. Come on, let's read it together. Now, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. And so it says that there is a season, and within that season there is a time. And so notice this, that the time is something that happens within a season, but a season happens, but within that season many, many things can happen within time. And so <clears throat> let's take a look and see some of the things that it talks about. It says that there is a time to be born there's, and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted. It says that there's a time to kill, there's a time to heal, there's a time to break down, there's a time to build up. There's a time to weep, there's a time to laugh, there's a time to mourn, there's a time to dance. There's a time to cast away stones and there's a time to gather stones. There's a time to embrace, and there is a time to refrain from embracing. There is a time to gain, a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to throw away. But going back to the first verse, it says it like this. To Come on, one more time, church, read it with me together. Now, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose. Now, so you recognize then that there are multiple things that can happen in your season. There are multiple times that can happen, multiple times within a season. And, 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 and um, there's nothing you can do to change the time, nor there's nothing you can do to change the season. The book of Daniel talks about that in Daniel chapter 2, verse 20. It says it like this, Blessed be the name of God forever, for wisdom and might are his, and who changes he changes the times and seasons. So notice this. You can't do anything about changing your time, changing your season, but God can change times. God can change seasons. God can change times. God can change the season. And so it's important then <clears throat> that we recognize that what time is. And time is translated in the Greek, the word chronos, C-H-R-O-N-O-S. And what chronos is, is a demarcation. It is, a, it is a, a, a demarcation in time or a measurement of time. And let me give it to you like this. Whether you live in Europe, whether you live in North America, South America, Australia, Africa, 60 seconds is 60 seconds. 60 minutes is 60 minutes. And so you can't change the time. And, and, and when we, uh, it's kind of like a clock. And it's set so that we can all be in synchronization with one another. Because, see, notice this. In time, God is speaking something over here, and he's speaking something over there. And so because we are synchronized by time, then we can honor the time so that what God has spoken over here and what he has spoken over here can meet together, and it can accomplish the purpose for which he sent it to do. Now recognize that it's so critical then that you recognize that you don't change the time. 10 a.m. is 10 a.m. Let the church say amen. amen. So, so notice what, there's something that God has de uh, uh, declared that will happen here. And then there's something that God has spoken to you here. And when we are in synchronization, then what God intended to happen at the time he intended to happen, it happens. Now, if you're trying to make 45 
minutes, an hour, you're out of, out of sync. If you try to make 45 seconds a minute, then you're out of sync. And so the critical thing then is that you have to be able to know the time, but you also have to know the season. You have to know the time and you have to know the season. And one of the great challenges here is, and I want you to listen very closely, so this is so critical, and it sets up a great foundation for 2020. Listen to this, that uh, when, when, when what gets people out of sync in their life is they want it to be another season rather than the season that they're in. And, 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 and let, me, let me just say this, you can't walk outside when it's 30 degrees wearing your bathing suit. Well, you can, but people are going to call the police, think you've lost your mind. And so, uh, so I want you to see this, that you can't wish a season away. You have to really recognize the season, and you have to recognize also the time. Now, typically, we have, I want to make sure you're engaged today, we have how many seasons? Generally, four seasons. Summer, fall, winter, and spring. But what I want you to gather here is that although that there are four seasons, you can mark on a certain day on the calendar that summer begins, spring begins, fall begins, or winter begins. But meteorologically, um, winter began this year on December the 1st. But last week it was 78 degrees. So notice this, that we're in the season the winter season, but there are some times within the season that it does not look like it's that season. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what we recognize then is that just because a season changes, it does not mean that on the day the season changes, you get the weather that represents that season. But it will happen in time during the course of that season. And so you can't schedule. Look, just because it's winter doesn't mean on December 1st it's going to be cold. But what you can do is that you, can, you, you, you may not be able to schedule at the beginning of a season of time that you want something to happen. But you know what you have to do? You have to live in your season and you have to recognize on one day at a time in the time of the season and determine what to do. So notice this. You have to recognize the season and live in the season that you're in. And on any one day, you have to recognize the time and know what you ought to do within that season. Do you get what I'm saying? I feel like this. In the midst of a season, you can't wish away the season. Look, I, if it was 78 degrees, 75 degrees, I couldn't wear shorts and flip-flops. Some people can. I can't. You know why? It's because I start getting cold thinking about the season I'm living in. So you know what I have? I, I, may, I may have a little long sleeve shirt on and slacks. Some people can do it differently. I can't. If it's winter... My toes start getting cold at 70 degrees, even though when it's 70 degrees in the summertime, oh, I'm all out there showing my legs. 
But notice this. Just because the season changed doesn't mean that it's going to be cold on the day that it changes. But within that time frame, within that season, that what that season represents, that you have to know the season, live in that season, and then on a, uh, uh, and recognize the time or recognize the day and know what needs to be done. So as a result of that, sometimes you're going to wear short sleeves in winter. But sometimes you're going to wear huge overcoats. Why? You recognize that I'm in a season, but what I must do is I must understand the time or that day and know what I need to do. Now, what that requires then is that that requires you to continuously listen to what God is saying within a season so that you might know what to do at the time that God says to do it. Now, let's look at it like this. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 12. Come on, champions, would you read that with me today, together like you know it is the word of his power? Now, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full, both to abound and to suffer need. So what Paul is saying is that I have lived long enough to learn that I will not be in any season permanently. Now, isn't that good to know? Because everything does not always happen, does not happen always at the same time. And so if I recognize then that not all things happen at the same time, then I, I, I recognize that not every day is going to be cold in winter. So I have to understand the time to know what I need to do in the season. And so Paul says that, look, I recognize that not all time will be the same within a season. And so what I have learned is that seasons don't last always. What I've learned is that there's going to be some time when I'm full. There's going to be some lean times. But I have learned how to live within different seasons and I have, I've learned how to respond to different times. And so he's saying that I've lived long enough to learn this. Then we can understand then that things don't happen always. And what it does is it gives me an intensity to say that things like an open heaven don't happen always. Let me say this. Things like always being able to clearly hear the word of God does not happen always. And sometimes we miss out when we let the time determine the season rather than recognize the season and live in that time within the season. And so let me, let me give you another example. You know, there are times in the past where we schedule a revival. And so notice this. Well, well we want to go into a season of revival. We want to go into a revival. And so God... On October the 6th, we want to have a move of you. We want to have a move of God October the 6th. And so what have we done? We've said that, you know what? I'm going to determine time, and I'm going to try to create a season. But you can't schedule. Look, man, God spoke this to me. I just blew my mind. That, no, you don't schedule a revival. I schedule it. Hmm. And so you may not get a notice 
that uh, in two months we're going to start a revival. The revival may start today. It may start whenever. And so what happens? God changes the season. We recognize the season. And then we determine what we're going to do based on the season that we're living in. And if God says, oh, move of God, then we say, whoa, 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 wait, God, wait until October. And then we'll, we'll kind of sink in with you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, 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 so notice this. Some things are not going to be planned. We're going to hear the progressive word of God, and then we're going to jump into, recognize the season that God has created, and then we're going to determine what should be done in that season, or we're going to determine the time within the season. So critical, so critical that we recognize why? It's because when the anointing of God is on you and God says something to you, what I've recognized is that if you stay in that anointing and if you're quiet, then God will give you the next step. And so when you're willing to be obedient to him, when you're willing to uh, recognize the season that you're in and say that I've got to recognize, live in the season and recognize the time so that I can know what needs to be done the most important thing that must be done is you must make room for God. You must make room for him. And when you make room for him, God speaks. He shares the seasons that he has moved you into. You live in that season. You understand the times and you know what needs to be done. And then because God knows the end from the beginning, when he instructs you on the first of the year, the fifth, the 20th, the third month, the fifth month, you're always in sync with his season. Amen. And you're in sync with his timing. And that's how this year will become the year that you have been waiting for. But first, you must make room.